0: Gould Parts presents Preps Rewind on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Mike Danson.
1: Good morning out there. Welcome into the Allo Fiber Studios. You're listening to Preps Rewind with me, Mike Danson. Preps Rewind is presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton. 970-454-3355, open seven days a week, your NAPA parts provider, uh, A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau, give them a call, 970-454-3355 for all your automotive part needs. Uh, this this is a, a great week, this is, this is the weekend that I look forward to uh, from when the Super Bowl ends until now. Where we have okay, we have high school football, and then today we have college football. and if you're out there listening and i, I I have the, uh, the CU Nebraska game up here in the studio. I'll, I'll give you updates as scoring happens with that. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that. And then tomorrow we get the, the big, the big one, the big start of the NFL season. So this is, this is like a Christmas morning for me. This, this whole weekend where we have, we have the high school football, we have the college football, the NFL starts just as much football as you want to take in. You can do that over, uh, the next two days, especially. Um, but we're going to jump into, uh, high school football scores. Um, a little bit of preview. Uh, what's coming up today? Uh, Tanner Schwent and I were out at, uh, District 6 Stadium here in Greeley last night. Uh, we had Greeley Central hosting Northridge. Um that one if you want to listen back to that call you could probably get on kfka.com and listen to it'll be up there you can you can hear how Tanner and I did uh filling in last night um we will have head coach Jeremy Hayden on with us uh here in the second segment uh, he is down at the CU Nebraska game. Uh, we'll see how that goes. If it's really loud, we'll, we'll keep it quick. But I uh, want to talk to him about his big win over Greeley Central last night. And then a coach I've been wanting to talk to, I, I called it early in the year, before the season even started, that Berthoud is going to be a team that uh, uh, is going to compete with Eaton to win that league title. And right now, uh, Berthoud is 3-0, a big win last night. And we will have their head coach, Corey Tickner, on uh, in the third segment, and then we'll preview next week's high school football schedule in that last segment. Uh, let's uh, let's jump right into scores from uh, Thursday and Friday night, and and what games we have happening later on today. So DaySpring is going to play Buyers today. DaySpring Academy uh, they are zero and one on the season. They played Week One. They had a bye week, and now they will play Buyers today this afternoon. So uh keep keep track of that. Uh 1A also Highland 0 2 to start the season. Uh they host, I believe they host Kent Denver this afternoon. So um if you want to get out and watch some football, that's another option, Highland and Kent Denver. Uh the big one 2A uh, a big game in the area, a huge rivalry for, for kids and, and towns. And, and, uh, I know all the kids always get along, but, uh, when it comes to playing any of the sports against each other, it's a, it's a huge rivalry. Platte Valley and Eaton. That's a, a 6 p.m. kick tonight in Kersey. So uh that one's going to be it's a little bit different platte valley one and one eaton oh and two i really have questions about uh how this game is going to go which offense is going to be able to put points on the board it's uh it's going to be interesting to see uh how that game goes is it going to be a really low scoring game that's kind of where i'm at at this point i think you're looking at a game that's going to be played in the 20s and we'll see who can uh who can uh win that one um Valley has a bye week this week. They uh, will play Fort Lupton next week. Uh Timnith, Timnith uh uh, second year program uh, they are now two and one after a win over Prospect Ridge Academy last night uh, they won 49 to seven so a big win there Wellington uh, this is kind of a surprise for people I'm guessing as they as they look at records uh Wellington again another second year program in the area Wellington moves to three and oh on the season they beat up on Sterling the Tigers from Sterling last night they win 36 to 14 over Sterling so Wellington a great start to the season 3 and 0 as I said, we're going to have Corey Tickner on in a little bit. But uh, Bertha two easier wins to start the season. And last night they get challenged by Thompson Valley. Uh, Berthoud stepping up a level playing Thompson Valley. But Bertha still comes out on top, 16-14. to 14. We'll talk about that game a lot more here uh, in a little bit. Uh, university has a bye week this week. Huge game for University coming up in Week 4 as they will head to Elizabeth. Eliz- Elizabeth is one of those teams that I could see uh, being in that Final Four at least least the final eight of the 2A level moving on to the 3A level severance a, a battle tested team in in week 1 um, lost in week 2. They're 1 and 2 now on the season as they fall to Mead last night. They make a comeback but uh, end up falling 31 to 35 to Mead Mavericks last night. Resurrection Christian up in Buffalo, Wyoming last night, they lost 20 to 0. I believe they are playing another out-of-state team uh next week. Roosevelt moves to 3 and 0. Probably a little bit more of a challenge than anybody would have expected that game to be. Um Heading out to Fort Morgan last night, uh, a tough place to travel to, but uh, Fort Morgan kept it a lot closer. Uh, Roosevelt kind of pulls away towards the end of the the game, and Roosevelt wins 42-21. Mountain View... 0-3 now, just uh, struggling on the season. They've only put up 14 points in their three games. Uh, They lose to Green Mountain last night, 49-0. So a tough one for Mountain View. Thompson Valley we talked about. They played Berthoud last night, and they fell 16-14. They moved to 1-1 on the season. Northridge uh, against Greeley Central. Uh, Tanner and I were out watching that game last night, calling it for KFKA. Uh, Greeley Central... I I think once we talk to Coach Hayden today, I, I'm going to ask him. I think there was one play, uh, a high snap over his quarterback's head that that changed the whole way that game was going. Northridge looking like they were going to just dominate the whole thing, and then a snap over the quarterback's head, and they Greeley Central picks it up, runs it in for a touchdown, and makes it seven to seven. And I think that play changed the game because. Northridge was looking to go up 14 to nothing at that point and I think that game looks completely different if that snap doesn't happen. Um, but they they do move to 3 and 0. Uh they win 35-13 over Greeley Central last night. Uh we'll we'll look into that game a little bit more here with uh, coach Hayden. Windsor, they move to 3 and 0 and and look at this. They uh they won their first game 10 to 7. They won their second game 29-28. So that's four points and then they win last night. At Fort Collins, 26-24. So they're 3-0, and but they've won these games by a combined five points on the season, which is, you know, a win is a win, but my gosh, that is just amazing. Uh, this is looking to be a team that's going to be very battle-tested once... Uh, once they, if they can keep winning and get into the playoffs they are going to have no issue with close games they are they are well versed in them just 3 weeks into the season here so uh, another win for Windsor they're 3 and 0 on the season over Fort Collins last night 26-24 Loveland another team that uh, moves to 3 and 0 on the season they are Kind of in that same boat, they beat Mountain View 28-7 in Week 2, but a, a couple of close games in Week 1. They won 28-26, and then uh, last night they they pull out a win over Pomona, 27-26. So, uh, close games for Loveland as they move to 3-0. Greeley Central falls to 1-2. We talked about that. They lost to Northridge last night, 35-13. Greeley West 0-2. They've not scored any points on the season. Uh they lost the first week 9-0 and 47-0 in week 2. They play Thomas Jefferson today and uh, they they look to get back on the winning side of things. Uh maybe they can get some points on the board today. So uh if if you're a Greeley West fan, uh, get out and watch Greeley West and we move on to 5a a rough a rough week for the fort collins schools over there uh, it's a rough season to begin honestly as what we're looking at uh, out of the four 5a schools in fort collins uh through week 3 we only have one win on the season so this week we we already mentioned fort collins they uh they took a tough loss to Windsor 26-24 uh maybe a surprise about how close that game was as uh, they they lost uh, pretty big the first two weeks but uh Fort Collins down uh loses to Windsor 26-24 Fossil Ridge another close loss uh they lost to Brighton last night 32 to 28 Pooter kept one close a tough losses all across the board here Pooter kept it close but they fall 19 to 21 to prairie view um and rocky mountain uh, played the legacy and the lightning took out uh the Lobos last night, forty-two to zero. So those are your scores from last night. Uh, We're going to take our first break here, and on the other side, we will hopefully uh, catch up with Coach Jeremy Hayden of the Northridge Grizzlies. Um, if that doesn't go, we'll we'll probably try to get Tanner on, and he can uh, he can talk with me about what we saw last night in the Northridge Grizzly Central game. I'm Mike Danson. You are listening to Preps Rewind. On Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts. I am Mike Danson, and and we're going to get to this really quick as Coach Hayden is down at the CU-Nebraska game. We're going to jump right to him, uh, get him back out there watching that game. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, Coach. I know I know you're down at the game, so we'll try to keep this uh, quick and to the point here, but uh, that's a great win for you last night, 3-0. Uh, a good way to start the season.
2: Yeah, our guys battled all night long and, and just kept overcoming adversity, which is something we've talked about all season, and so I'm super proud of our guys, the way they battled and fought all day.
1: Yeah, Coach, and, and uh, Tanner and I were out there. We were on the call for the game last night. I think the one thing that I look at in that game, I the, the snap over your quarterback's head that gave them their touchdown on defense, I really think that changed the whole outlook of the, the rest of the game, and that happened you know, in the middle of the first quarter. Um, you guys had just went down and scored. You had great field position after a defensive stop, and then that snap happens, and that really changed the whole outlook.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it changed the momentum of the game for sure. I mean, when, we're, when you're playing a good team like really central, you get, you can't give them momentum or give them opportunities like that, and so that really changed it for us up front. But I'm just super proud of the way our guys battled back after that over that 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 turnover.
1: Well, and and you look at it like uh, looking at that game last night. Osmus uh, and Phil kind of took over the first half, and then Gallegos just was a beast in the second half for you guys. That was it was a, a kind of a balanced attack for you, but it was a balance like first half to second half.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I went in at halftime and I, I challenged our line. I So we got to get better up front. We got to finish the finish the plays. We got to run the football to win this game. And, and those guys really stepped up. And RJ he runs like he runs like a train, man. He just runs all over. And he just finished the game for us. Really helped us win the game.
1: Yeah, and let's talk about him a little bit more. Just uh, it, he's uh, he's a very thick guy. But I, I was surprised when I got down on the field. I saw how thick he really was. But he's really got some speed to him too. He's kind of a good balance of everything.
2: Yeah, he worked really hard this off-season on the speed, the top-end speed stuff. He went to a speed camp, he went to some speed training, and he's really done everything you can ask for a, for a varsity player to to better and, and to lead our football team. So he's been a real good asset for us.
1: Well, and that's I I saw it a couple times and you talk about him being a leader uh, as the second half kind of progressed. There were a couple times where it got a little scrappy out there and I saw him getting your team organized, getting them kind of back into the huddle and talking to them. Uh that's huge for, you know, one of your best players to also be one of your best leaders.
2: Yeah, we, we put a lot of time and effort into into leadership training and our guys our guys, you know, different times have to step up for different ways, and he's just one of the guys that stepped up last night and really helped us.
1: Coach, I was very impressed by Phil and the way he he slings the football. He he's got a heck of an arm on him, uh, and it was very accurate last night uh, from his from the start of this season to now. How much has he progressed, and what what are you guys still working on with him? I mean, it's, it's
2: unbelievable. The, the kid is just relentless. I mean, I can't say enough good things about him. He 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 started off, you know, the season with 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 different things going for him, and then then he's just been working on the things he needs to work on every week in practice, and he's just He's really developed into a, a a guy that can deliver the ball on time to the right guy every time, and he's just a true leader out there. And so our offense goes as well as he goes, and when he plays well like he did last night, it definitely helps us.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't know if you, you had time to kind of watch through the film, but off of what you remember last night or if you've watched the film, Coach, I, I think – as I was watching the game last night, I was thinking, "Oh man, Coach Hayden's going to be really happy with this and this." But there are definitely some things that you're probably really not happy with at all. What what things are you really looking at to work on this next season as you guys go up against uh, Greeley West? Yeah,
2: I mean, obviously, we got to clean up the penalties, the mistakes, the turnovers. Right, we can't give up teams opportunities to to score and to get good field position. So we got to take care of the ball and end every series with a with a kick, whether it be a PAT or a punt or a field goal. And then after that, we just got to play sound defense, get after them, and, and just make them make mistakes. And so if we can clean up some of those mistakes, we're going to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, and, and defensively, I thought it, it's exactly, uh, you know, I when uh, Coach Edick was at uh... – Resurrection Christian and I was at Platte Valley, we played against them a bunch of times and, and I, I just remember that defense is always so aggressive and, and and that's exactly what you see out of your guys' defense right now. Um, defensively, what are, what are you guys really working on as you move towards the, the next uh, game?
2: You know, Coach Handy does a great job with our defense as his first year as our D coordinator. I know he has, he has Coach Edick to lean on and so that's a good combination, but You know, we just, we just try to get after the quarterback. We just try to pressure them and make them make, make decisions um, on the fly that sometimes they're not, they're not okay with. And so, uh, we, we play defense like it's offense. We don't, we don't care what they do. We want to do what we do and just get after the quarterback and, and and create problems for them. And so if we can just get more gap sound, um, just, just guys in the right spot, you know, stop taking full bodies up, up front and start taking half bodies, um, I think we'll be pretty good. So we just have to, we just have to stay disciplined in our techniques and, and just get better every week.
1: All right, Coach, uh, you're you're down there at the game. How do you think this uh, CU-Nebraska game is going to turn out today? I'm excited to go watch my first play. I haven't been in there yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go here. There's a timeout on the field right now, and, and CU's on their way trying to take a lead. So, Coach, I, I appreciate you taking the time to join me this morning. And uh, good luck next week against Greeley West and, and on through the season. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on. Yep, that is uh coach Jeremy Hayden of the Northridge Grizzlies. Uh I really appreciate him jumping on as we, as we had Northridge and Greeley Central last night here on KFKA. Uh you can go find that podcast uh if you want to listen back to that game on KFKA.com. Um this is a team that uh they graduated a lot of people after last year's very very successful season and so far they're 3 and 0 this uh this season, but uh you look at the scores; they really haven't been tested that much, and and last night they they faced a little adversity. I think some of that adversity was, uh, excuse me, it was self inflicted. And um, I look for this team to just continue to grow. Uh, quarterback last night, very impressed with him. I, I think uh, that's going to be somebody they can lean on. I believe he's only a junior. I I think this year he's going to really improve and then next year he's going to be a great leader for that team uh Osmus out there at the receiver spot it just seemed like somebody that he could lean on he knew where he was going to be he knew he would catch the ball if it was in his area and then you got uh, RJ Gallegos, or uh, Gallegos, sorry his uh the running back and he was our player of the game last night and and when you have somebody like that a leader who you can lean on to run the ball um the way he does just uh a bright future here for Northridge as they continue to grow. I wasn't sure what that team was going to look like. Um, the one thing that you got to look at when you look at Northridge, though, is they are in that very, very difficult, um, very, very difficult division where they're going to play. So next for Northridge, they play cross other crosstown rival Greeley West, who's struggling so far. But then they play Rangeview, Mountain View, and then it's. Uh, a little bit of a, a murderer's row at the end of the season for Northridge. They play Roosevelt, and then Thompson Valley, who is a quality football team, Resurrection Christian, and then they wrap up the season with Severance. So that league is just so, so difficult. Um, Northridge is off to a great start, though, and uh, um, hopefully at some point they're going to find a challenge to to uh, see what their team is really made of against that adversity. I think... Um, We will take our next break here. Um, Corey Tickner is a coach I want to talk to a a bunch about uh, how his season has started, and and, uh, we will get him on the line on the other side of this break here. Uh, Corey Tickner, Berthed Spartans head football coach. Uh, You're listening to Preps Rewind uh, on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton. Give them a call, 970-454-3355. We are broadcasting live from the Allo Fiber Studios, and I'm excited to talk to this uh, next coach, uh, Coach Corey Tickner of the Berthed Spartans. Coach, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing fine this morning. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, Coach... Uh, I've been uh, I've been kind of the bandwagon guy here for uh, Bertha football at KFKA. I- I've been telling everybody before the season even started that uh, this Bertha team is one of the teams to watch, and that uh, they're going to compete with Eaton for that uh, league championship. Uh, it has to be you have to be very happy with this three and zero start to the season.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. We're pretty excited with our three and zero start. We have got a great group of kids, uh, great coaching staff, and some good community support over here at Bertha. So. We're we're having a pretty good Saturday over here.
1: Yeah, Coach. uh, You know you had a you had a couple of easy games to uh, to not necessarily easy games, but uh, games that uh, really went your way quick uh, to start the season. But uh, you found yourself in in a battle last night with Thompson Valley. Oh
0: yeah, you know, Tim. they came out of the box, Uh, they played really tough physical football. Uh, we've seen they've had a pretty favorable result the last couple weeks, so that win's starting to look better for us. I'm pretty excited about the, that outcome. And Valley's a big physical team; they always play really tough and really hard. So, you know, that game took a little bit of a toll on us uh, getting that victory on the road. So, coming into Thompson Valley to to kind of right the ship and get everybody healthy and start working forward, um, you know, to get into our bye week with a victory last night was a big deal. So, uh, I was pretty happy with our effort and our outcome last night.
1: Well, and uh let's just kind of go through the game uh, just the the stuff that I have is is you you fell er, you fell down early in the the second quarter after a defensive battle in the first quarter you go down seven but then uh, it seems like you answered back uh, quickly with the, a 55 yard touchdown pass to make that game seven to seven.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right you know we were kind of come out and we played very similar style. We both want to control the ball kind of run the clock a little bit and uh, you know that first quarter just went back and forth. Um, a little bit of defense and punting, and then you know we gave up that, uh, that that first touchdown, like you mentioned, and came back on a quick strike pass to tie it up uh, as we went into the half.
1: And, and then after halftime, it looks like uh, you guys put together a really good drive right after halftime, and you're able to put up a field goal, which proved to be really big uh, for the rest of the game.
0: You're exactly right. You know, we talked at halftime about making a couple adjustments. We came out, we had a sustained drive um kind of played our style of ball coming out of the out of the second half there and we got it down to the five yard line on fourth down and we went back and forth on whether or not we wanted to try to punch that in or not and we ended up uh going for three and that that proved to be a big score for us so i think just grabbing that lead coming out of halftime getting the momentum after getting two consecutive scores was a big deal for us as well
1: yeah and uh so it kind of was a battle, it looks like, through the rest of the third quarter. And then uh, the fourth quarter, you go down 14-10. to 10. Um, And then at one point, it looks like you guys turned the ball over and gave Thompson Valley a really good field position, but your defense stepped up huge. That's
0: exactly right. We were down 14-10. to 10. We fumbled the football. Thompson Valley was in a scoring position. Our defense came up huge, got a fourth down stop. Uh, we got the ball back. We were unable to run the clock out. We actually had to punt it back to them again. Uh, with about 52 seconds left in the game. Um, and they had no timeouts, but we were able to punt the ball all the way down to the 13-yard line. Derrick Davidson had an amazing punt for us to flip the field. Uh, we put the, the game in our defensive, uh, defensive hands, and they really stood up um, at the end there in the secondary and got it done.
1: Well, and, and the drive that uh, finally put you guys in the lead, was was that right after the huge defensive stand after the turnover?
0: yeah so on the on the f- the first defense stand we had a nice little seventy five yard run by uh, Cole Bilek. He popped it out to the outside um, and I, all of a sudden all of a sudden done we went for three hundred and twenty six yards on the ground last night, so that was a big improvement by our our run scheme. We got a new offensive line coach, uh, Robert that came over from Faith Christian uh, from their staff last year. coach Francis, our offense coordinator. they put together a great plan. The kids executed it awesome and we improved about 300 yards on the ground from last year's contest against Thompson Valley.
1: Well, that's very impressive and and Coach, just kind of looking at your, your stats here, y- you say that you like to run the ball, but uh, it doesn't look like you guys are scared to throw it either. You, you're running a, a fairly balanced attack offensively.
0: Yeah, last night we kind of picked and choose when we really wanted to put the ball in the air and we had some success doing that and, you know, Darren Davidson gives us a lot of confidence back there. He's an athletic quarterback. He can run and uh uh, throw the ball with some, some accuracy and some, you know, touch as well. Um, so yeah, we, we probably could have thrown the ball about 10, 15 times last night, but, uh, the run game was working. And like I said, Thompson Valley was trying to play ball control themselves. So that kind of played right into our style of ball. Um, so we, we were happy to meet that contest and just kind of watch the clock milk away. And, uh, we were really our philosophy at the start of the week was to try to see who could score, uh, three scores first. And we felt like that would be the, the key to victory. And we were able to get that done.
1: Yeah, you, you had it down to a T there. You guys got your two touchdowns and a field goal. So, uh, Coach, I, I just, uh, this is your third year at, at uh, Bertha, is that correct? No, this is my fifth season. Oh, your here. fifth season? All right. Yes, sir. So, uh, this program, it, you know, you, you stepped in and, and there was success in the past and it was c- kind of in a down, but you guys are on your way up at this point. Uh, you, you just have to be so excited about the direction that the program's going.
0: Oh, absolutely! You know, like I said, we got a great group of kids that are on the roster right now. A uh, good coaching staff. We got a new athletic director, Ryan Hilbig, who's uh, you know come in with some great energy, done some good things for our program already in the short tenure. Uh, leadership in the building amazing. Community support. We got a great parent group over here, and um, it, it's it's fun going to work with the birth of Spartans on a daily basis right now.
1: Well, And that and that's a, a town that's just uh, the growth over there in, in the past 10 to 12 years has just been amazing. And, and you guys are just going to continue to grow and have more kids. And, uh, you know, everything is looking up for that town uh, with the football program.
0: Yeah, that's something that really attracted me to this job. And uh, to see that starting to come, you know, into development, is, is it's really exciting. I like watching the town grow and get the new facilities and amenities around here for the kids and the community members. And it's really a fun time to live in Bertha for sure.
1: Hey, Coach, uh, you mentioned it at the start, but you guys move into your bye week. What are one or two things that uh, maybe offensively and defensively that you guys are really looking at uh, to improve over your bye week?
0: Yeah, so we're going to hit special teams really hard. You know, our kickoff unit – Ben Schroeder put the ball into the end zone about four times last night. That was awesome. Or like I mentioned, our punt our punt unit is doing a great job. We got to get a little bit better on our field goal and our RPAT. You notice we got one block there at the end to get uh, the score going to only sixteen. We really would have liked to have that at a three point yeah. differential. Um, you know, you know, you continue to develop your running game on a daily basis. That's something that's all continually ongoing. And you know, we've done a good job of developing some passing uh, with Coach Paul and our quarterbacks coach and our wide receiver group. Um, from the summer on so we'll, obviously we'll continue to do that and um, you know we'll try to get our hands on some Lamar film for our defensive coordinator Isaac Vanderwerk to start working on as soon as we can
1: well and uh, just looking at Lamar I, I believe they're uh, they're 2-0 and to start the season also so that's one that uh, it's going to be a battle for you again
0: oh that's 100% right that's going to be a huge test you know it's a long road trip we're going to miss a whole day of school go down there to the corner of the state and I'm going imagine it's probably going to still be pretty warm down there and they play a real tough physical brand of football. and They got a quarterback, number nine, who's, uh, he's getting up there. He might be a senior. If he's not, he's a junior and he's, he's a dual threat quarterback. He's going to be a problem for us. So yeah, it's going to be a big test and I'm excited to get down there and play the Thunder.
1: Well, uh, coach, uh, I appreciate you uh, hopping on and I am also thankful that, uh, you and your squad are making me look like a pretty smart guy around KFK here as I as I picked you to be battling for that league title. So uh, you know, keep it rolling. Uh enjoy your bye week, get some work in. Uh thanks again for joining me.
0: Uh thanks for having me on. I appreciate everything you do for high school athletics.
1: Yeah, thank you, coach. We will uh we'll probably talk to you again through the season here. Sounds good. That uh, is uh, Corey Tickner, Berthed Spartans head coach. Uh, and, and I've been saying it uh, since the before the season started in our first few shows that I thought Berthed was one of those teams that they've just kind of been on the rise over the last few years. And, and Coach Tickner has been there now, he said, for five years. I thought it was three, but he's been there for five years, how time flies. Um, and he has really built this program up. And, and now this may be the year that they kind of uh, – um, get up to, to where they really want to be. This is a team that I think, um, like I say, I think they're going to battle Eaton, uh, not knowing what exactly Eaton is at this point as they're trying to grow through their uh, their huge graduation after winning three state championships. But Berthet is going to be right there battling Eaton for that league championship, I think. And uh, it's a team that uh, you look at the way they're built. They have a senior quarterback who Coach talked about. He's a dual threat kid. Uh, Darren Davidson, they have two running backs that uh, in the stats for the first couple games are both over 160 yards. They have a receiver that's really strong. Uh, They lean on that run game um, and defensively, uh, last night's uh, 16 points was the first uh, points they've given up all season defensively. So this is a team that uh, I think is on the rise and People are going to need to start paying attention to them as uh, as the season progresses forward. This is a team that I definitely see getting through that first round of the state tournament into that eight round, and then uh, once you get there, you just kind of see what happens, what your draw looks like. But uh, Berthoud Spartans, Corey Tickner, uh, that's a team on the rise. I, I look forward to seeing how they they progress through the season, and and as we talked about, they they have a uh, bye week. Next week for week four, but then uh, they make that trip down in week five to Lamar, another quality football team, uh, and and we'll see how that uh, all turns out. But uh, a great win for Berthoud last night over Thompson Valley. That stepping up a level to play Thompson Valley, a three A 3A school, so te- stepping up from that two A level, and uh, they were able to get the win, sixteen to fourteen, last night in a in a just a battle between those two schools. Uh, on the other side, we will kind of preview what's going to happen next week uh give a little bit of an update on the the c nebraska game what's going on there and we will look at uh games that are happening today again and uh preview what's going to happen next week so uh that's what we'll do on the other side you are listening to preps rewind on northern colorado's voice 103.1 and 1310 kfka Welcome back into Preps Rewind for the final segment. Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton. Open seven days a week, Napa Parts provider owned by Alan Gould and his family since the 70s. The staff has been there for the long haul as well. Just call and ask them for what you need. You can also look them up online. Give them a call, 970-454-3355. We are very thankful for Gould Parts and everything they do for uh, prep athletics. Uh, We're going to move on. We're going to look at uh, a preview of what is coming on today for high school football. Uh, We will look ahead into next week and what is going to happen. Uh, A couple of really big games on the schedule for next week. Uh, And then we will... uh, yeah, we're going to really look at the uh Eton Platte Valley game that's going to happen today also. Um start of the second quarter for the Nebraska and CU game. It's kind of been a defensive battle. Both teams playing uh in between the 20s, uh, a 0 to 0 as they're going to start the second quarter. I believe Nebraska is punting right here to start. But uh yeah, let's uh let's look ahead at uh what's happening today um in the prep football season. Dayspring is traveling to Byers today. That is a 1 p.m. kickoff for Day Spring at the eight-man level. Uh Ben Fusco and crew heading to Byers trying to get their first win. They they lost in the first week to Holly, 19 to 6 and and they had a bye week in week two, and now they travel to Byers. Uh let's see how that turns out. Uh, good luck to Day Spring and, and my good friend uh coach Ben Fusco over there. Um Eaton and Platte Valley, we're going to dig a little deeper into that one. That game is in Kersey tonight, starting at uh, a 6 p.m. kick for that. Eaton and Platte Valley, this this rivalry. Um, Platte Valley 1-1. Uh, one and one. They lost to Kent-Denver. Uh, 14 to zero in week one, and then they they kind of got on track last week against Weld Central, 22 to 13. All 22 points scored in the first half, and then uh, they just kind of hung on in the second half. I, I think uh, coach said it last night. He was on with uh, Kyle Johnson on the uh, post game show after our uh, KFK game last night, and he he was talking about how the first half of football was the best of. Uh, Football, they've played this season, and then in the second half, it was like the they took a completely different team out in the second half. So, can the Platte Valley Broncos put together a full four quarter game? Eaton, on the other hand, just uh, struggling offensively at this point. They lost to uh, the Classical Academy fourteen to seven in week one, and they lost to University last week twenty to six. And uh, to my knowledge, the the six from the game last week against University was actually a defensive score. One of the things that, uh, when we talked to Coach Cameron Stewart, the new head coach at Eaton at the beginning of the season, he talked about, uh, Connor Davey and how he, he was a guy that they thought was, uh, going to be a dual threat. He was going to be able to throw and run on the season. And, and so far, it's just been a, a, a complete struggle for Davey at the QB position, Uh, some real growing pains for him uh, on the season. He's, he's 10 of 34 passing, which uh, uh, is only just under 30% completion percentage, which it, it, it almost makes passing just non-existent at that point. You might as well just not do it, especially when, okay, you've completed 10 passes to your team, but you've thrown five interceptions also. So, If you've uh, thrown half as many interceptions as completions, it it really puts a a strain on your defense. And no matter how good your defense is, if you're turning the ball over that much and uh, you're only completing 29% of your passes, it's going to be rough. The other thing you look at is this is a team that uh, has always, even back to when I was in high school and we would play Eaton, this was a team that could always have a run game to lean on it, and that's just not the case right now. I look for this team to find what they're going to be good at, and at some point, this thing is going to get rolling again, and they're going to be the Eaton football team that we all know and expect them to be. But this this game in Kersey tonight with Ply Valley and Eaton is going to be it's going to be a defensive battle. I'll tell you that much. And and we talked we heard it from Coach Corey Tickner when we talked about it. He said we were really looking at. Uh, the first team that makes three scores is going to be the team that wins this game. And that legitimately could be the case tonight for the Eaton and Platte Valley game. Uh, this game could be in the mid to low 20s. Um, and uh, the other team is right there also. I think this is going to be close. It's going to be 24-21 to 21, or it's going to be a 21-17, 21-14, somewhere in that range. And it is legitimately, for me, looking at this game right now, it's a coin flip. And and that's a big difference over what we've seen the past couple years where Eaton has really handled business. And you go back to to when I was coaching Platte Valley, this has been kind of a roller coaster situation for these two teams. Um, One team is kind of winning a bunch of games in a row, and then the other team wins a bunch of games in a row. Just a a good rivalry the way that it's uh, supposed to be. The other game in the area today is Greeley West looking to uh, put some points on the board. They head to Thomas Jefferson today for a 2 p.m. kick. Um, Greeley West struggling offensively to start the season. And, and let's see if they can go down to Thomas Jefferson and, and finally get a win to uh, to get their season on track. As we look ahead uh, into week four of the the high school season... Uh, we'll try to run through what to look at, and, and I may have these a little bit uh, messed up. Uh, I, I kind of missed some bye weeks as I was putting my schedule together, so um, we will. Uh, I may have a couple of games wrong, but uh, I will fix that as we as we move ahead and next week for Preps Rewind. Um, next week, Week Four, Day Spring is going to play Front Range Christian Highland is uh, I believe Highland is going to have their bye week next week after playing – oh, that's another game that we have today. Sorry. Highland and Kent-Denver also uh, lock up today. Kent-Denver beat Platte Valley earlier. Highland 0-2 to start the season. So, um, uh, you know, Highland's got a tough road ahead of them right here as they play Kent-Denver, have a bye week, and then I think they they pull University. So, um, Platte Valley will play Wiggins Eaton and Severance will lock up. Valley has their bye week this week. They will play Fort Lupton next week. A big game that I'm looking for next week. Uh, university goes to Elizabeth. Elizabeth, a, a, bit, a really good football team. University, a really good football team. This is really going to be a cream rise into the, uh, the top of the crop. How does that go, Micah? How did I? I screwed that one up. The cr- cream rises to the top. The cream rises to the top. I For some reason, I wanted to say crop, and I knew that wasn't right, so I got all confused there.
2: Well, maybe some creams might be might have some portions of crops in them, but it's mostly dairy, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I don't know how I booted that one. That's one of the easiest sayings there is, but I booted that one.
2: I'm sure maybe you could put some kind of synthetic corn in there.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate you trying to help me out on, on booting that. We all do it. Yeah. Uh Berthed, we talked about they have their bye week and then they'll head to Lamar. Um Wellington and Timnath, the two new programs are uh are locking up here pretty soon. Severance and Eaton, we talked about Resurrection Christian plays another out of uh out of state opponent. Roosevelt Highlands Ranch, Mountain View, Holy Family, Thompson Valley and Loveland. Uh Windsor a team that's 3-0, really close wins, locks up with Fossil Ridge. Northridge, Greeley West, Northridge getting both crosstown rivalry games done here in a matter of two weeks. So Northridge takes down Greeley Central last night, 35-13. Now they're going to lock up with Greeley West in the next week in Week 4. Windsor, Fossil Ridge, we talked about Loveland, Thompson Valley, we talked about Greeley Central and Palmer, Uh, Fort Collins, Man, the, the road doesn't get any easier for Fort Collins as they're 0-3. Um, they play a good Cherokee Trail team. Uh, Fossil Ridge, Windsor, we talked about. That's going to be a good one, I think. Uh, Pooter plays Brighton. Brighton is the team that knocked off Fossil Ridge last night. So let's see if Pooter can uh, enact some revenge there. And then Rocky Mountain against Eagle Crest. So that is what the next week and today looks like for high school football. Enjoy your weekend out there, everybody. You've been listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.